0: Everyone, I hope you're having a wonderful day wherever and whenever you are listening to this episode. We're co-hosts, Liv and Steph. Um, today, this is a huge milestone episode for us because we have our first special guest. I'd like to introduce my bestie, Kimberly Harmount. Hi,
1: everyone! I'm really excited to be on the podcast, guys. Thank you so much for having me.
2: We are so happy to have you. Hi, Steffi and Kim. Today, as you can tell by the title, we are talking Stan Culture. So, Kim, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, Hi, guys. Okay. So, um, I'm Steph's best friend. We met um, at work. Well, we were mutual friends before, and then we got a job together and we just grew our friendship from there. Um, I'm a teacher and a full-time stan. So I think I'm a perfect addition <laughs> to this episode. <laughs> I love that. But
0: yeah. Yeah. We also pretty much were taking the same classes in college, so we were literally together 24/7 for like 2-3 years straight, exactly. like literally together all the time. Um so that's kind of why she's on the podcast because she's my best friend, but also um she's like a huge stan and kind of brought me into like the culture of it and everything. So Yeah, so excited.
2: Me too. I feel like I have a lot to learn today.
0: So why stan culture? Um, So we decided to discuss this topic today with Kimberly because I think 99% of people have been stans of something or someone at one point in their lives or are still a stan.
2: I think the term stan is like relatively new to pop culture or is. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but being a fan has obviously always been relevant.
0: Yeah, agreed. And Kim is the perfect person to give us insight into stan culture.
2: But first, it's check-in time. Kim and Steph, are you reading anything at the moment? I'm not.
1: (laughs) I've been really bad with my books. Okay, okay. but what
0: book are you like on right
1: now? Well, I'm on The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo for like the past seven months. (laughs) (laughs) The way I almost spit out my water, because episode one, I screamed Mm -hmm. at you on there. Wow. And here's the thing, I was supposed to take it on one of my plane rides, and I left it at home, because I read on planes, I actually do, and I get yeah. through an entire book on a plane, but I left it at home, so critical that's error. Experience. Yeah, huge. Are you just having trouble getting into it? Yeah, I need to be, I'm kind of like Steph in that way, like if I'm reading, like I'm reading, but if I'm not uh, fully invested, I guess, at the moment, it's really hard for me to like pick it up and
0: yeah. finish it.
2: I get that. I get that it takes a while for seven husbands to actually get like juicy so I understand yeah
0: yeah no but once once you get into it like it's it's really good um yeah I actually haven't started the guest list um but I was finishing off a book called um by a thread if I'm not mistaken it's like you you got me into the whole like work romance book thing and so that's why I started this one fucking Um, shoot me (laughs)
2: <laughs> so over
0: that shit. She literally read two work romance books back to back and then like disliked. Both. I just oh,
2: opened no. up another one. The next one No, it was and I didn't even know. I'm like, dude, I can't do this shit. Like no books are original <laughs> right now. I'm like
0: Maybe oh it'll get God. better. Well, Bioford wow. is actually pretty good. Um, but yeah, I mean it's nothing special. I I'm um, I'm like literally a few pages almost done with it it's I'd give it like a three out of five it's not Mm. it's not the best 3.5 just be nice 3.5 because it's not horrible but I wouldn't like recommend it to someone I would be like oh my god this is so good read it yeah right right
2: I get that I'm reading um book lovers by Emily Henry I mean I just started it so maybe it's not workplace but like pretty sure it's workplace I'm getting a little
0: I, I started like the Audible because I was trying to like start audiobooks mm. and I've, I'm not an audiobook early like I could no. not no. it is so like cringy it makes the book sound worse mm, than it is right? so I started book lovers on audio oh I was like uh-uh <laughs> this isn't it <laughs> and so many people recommend it on TikTok so it's crazy yeah
2: no absolutely not
0: but anyways um yeah so what are you drinking live right now I'm drinking.
2: I'm almost done with it. An iced blonde latte with four pumps of cinnamon dolce syrup and four shots of espresso and the salted caramel cold
1: foam. Holy shit! <laughs> four shots. Intricate. <laughs> Very. Wow. Four shots.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she was like, yeah, "I'm asleep now."
0: She said four what are you guys drinking so I made coffee (laughs) for me and Kim so I made lattes um, with the Trader Joe's brown sugar um creamer so good doesn't need anything else but the creamer it's delicious actually that just
1: espresso and creamer and creamer yeah damn okay so
2: this brings us to our final question what are you guys loving right now
1: Do you
0: want to pop off? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was looking for. I literally there it is. Okay, I forgot the name of it. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I have been loving Miley Cyrus's new album, *Endless Summer Vacation*. Specifically, I have been liking *Violet Chemistry*, *River*, and *Jaded*. Very good album. Good Good choices.
1: I've been really liking going on walks it's super basic but i just started doing it and i'm really happy with it so no i, I like that so i'm like let me let me use these for something it's <laughs> yeah. amazing
2: uh, underrated as fuck
1: it is yeah i'm just trying to like increase my distance you know right what
2: about you um what was i gonna say Brow lamination. (laughs) Brow lamination. Oh yeah, no, that was not gonna come to me. Thanks for remembering. Um (laughs) I'm loving brow laminations again. I said I was gonna stop and I did and I missed it. So
0: that's nice. I have yet to like do that at like a salon or anything or myself to myself. So
1: I don't I don't have (laughs) brow lamination, brows. Like I feel like that would look so bad on me have really weirdly shaped brows. feel you have Kendall Jenner see. eyebrows? No I don't. Yeah she does she has like this the straight them. line. They're really straight but like if I don't get them done yeah. uh, consistently they get like this really weird shape it's like not cute. I don't think they would look
2: good. So Kim who are you a stan of?
1: I'm a Gaga stan. I <laughs> stan Lady Gaga. <laughs> I don't blame and you. And stuff is kind of yeah Steph has kind of brought me into Harry Styles I mean I always loved him but she definitely like fed it for me and I think I fed Lady Gaga a bit to her
0: yeah I think honestly like solidifying my love for Lady Gaga was just going to her concert you know like being in that world and that experience and then you know like knowing all the lyrics to the song like I prepared myself (laughs) beforehand And I fell in love with her um, because we went to Chromatica Ball and I fell in love with her album before that. Like I would literally listen to it like every day at the gym Mm -hmm. and I would be sending Kim like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Like it's just, it's a whole experience. It really is.
2: I love that. I literally started my morning off with like the Gaga songs from Stars Born soundtrack because it's in my morning playlist.
1: Oh, I love that one.
2: I want to ask you some questions to get a little bit of background on your journey with being a fan slash stan so first off what does being a stan actually mean to you like what does what does that entail
1: so honestly I don't think of being a stan as like being a crazy fan that much anymore because mm-hmm. it's brought so many people into my life that it's almost like I associate it with just having a lot of friends with a common interest um you know sometimes being a stan is associated to being like you know the little girl's obsessed with one direction or something but it's a lot more than that when you really get into it and just start and you start making like friendships and forming new relationships with people it's all about um having a common love for
0: for another artist
2: so community basically
0: yes huge
1: community
0: yeah um and i think kim and i have shared our love for different artists like in the last Three years or so, like we both love Lady Gaga and then me specifically, Harry Styles. Like, I was, I've been a fan of him for a while, but not to the level that like Kim has brought me to just because like she, I've met so many friends through her and like the community is just, everyone is so kind and like appreciative of everything. And like, it's just, it's insane. Like, we can, we can touch on it a little bit later in the episode, but. Um, like she said, it's really not just like, oh my God, like I'm obsessed with this person, but also like, wow, like these, these are my friends and we all share something, uh, a love in common. And it's almost like, like soulful in a way, Mm -hmm. like it feeds the soul. Oh,
2: that's so cute. Shut (laughs)
0: up. (laughs) Um, so I already know this, but for all the Mm -hmm. listeners, how did you become a stan of Lady Gaga? Okay. So it started off in
1: 2008. Um, literally the story is I was in bed with my mom when we were watching Miss Universe and she came on as a performer and we were just like, who the hell is that? And what is she wearing? And it wasn't even that, that deep. It wasn't an interesting outfit, but you know, for the time, it was kind of crazy. So ever since then, I love the song that she performed. And ever since then I heard it on the radio and I, my friends and I loved it. I was in fifth grade. Um, and then, yeah, I just became a fan like immediately. And a year after that, I joined Twitter, and it all went downhill or uphill. But <laughs> <whatever. laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> oh and for first step. What about Steph? How did you <laughs> become a fan of Harry?
0: Um, I honestly, I think it was the pandemic that like changed things for me. Um, yeah, I think everyone was kind of in like a weird, like depressive state with like everything that was going on um and yeah I put on his uh second studio album uh fine line and I kind of grew to love all his songs and like I feel like we'll talk about this later but I feel like when you create that like bond with artists and their music and like your emotions that just like grows and grows and so I mean that's kind of how I started liking his his stuff
2: yeah, I think that a lot of people, when they're at a specifically hard time in their life or a very happy, like, almost manic time in their life where everything's going great, they really connect with the people that they're listening to, whether or not it's, like, meant to be or not, and they'll, like, never forget it.
0: So, we know you met Lady Gaga, um, and she no, brought no you on stage. No, we don't. We don't know this. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> know this.
1: You didn't know.
2: How dare she oh, yeah. just be like, yeah, we know this. <laughs>
0: because okay oh my god maybe not Maybe not. the
2: listeners are learning this just like me holy shit it's
0: yeah true. okay so not too many people know this but she did <laughs> go on stage <laughs> and she did meet lady gaga what was that like what I blacked out
1: (laughs) I'm kidding um honestly that was like such a full circle moment for me um because at that point I was like about to turn 21 or about to turn 22 something like that but um obviously I had been a fan of her since I was like 10 so it was just like it was a lot I wrote a letter I threw it up on stage and I went to one of her shows and she picked it up and she read it in front of everyone and then she invited me up on stage and then we sat on the piano together and she like sung her song and I was just there and it was on TV and it was like a lot. It was a lot for me to handle, (laughs) but um, yeah, it was really intense, but it really just solidified like the love I had. And then at that point in my life, I had kind of like gone off of Twitter and Tumblr and all the Stan accounts that I had um, for personal reasons. But before the show, I had made a Twitter again to kind of connect with people who were going. And then after the event, the Twitter kind of blew up because everybody noticed that I was the person that got on stage so I started getting more followers and more people wanted to talk to me and then that's how I made more of my friends I guess that's so,
0: so cool. ever
1: since then I've stayed on Twitter consistently because before it had kind of just gone off and on and same with Tumblr yeah. but since then I've just stayed consistent on it since I have people to talk to now
2: oh <laughs> that's literally fucking awesome dude Did Yeah, she smell really cool? good like hi Kea, you know like it's funny
1: everybody like, asks me that question I'm not gonna lie it smelled like a really sweet perfume and like sweat like a lot of sweat right, right. it was mid-show so I don't blame her but yeah totally.
2: <laughs> yeah good to know she's yeah. just like the rest of us exactly yeah she she sweats sweats too. <laughs> too. <laughs> that's crazy so mm-hmm. tell us a little bit more like how has being a stan changed your life
1: so I guess I could circle it back to all the friends I've made. Honestly, that's that's the thing for me. It's like not not having social media about her. That's not the important part for me. It's literally just I have friends all over the world, you know, and people that yeah. I can meet up with. And it's not just acquaintances at this point. It's like people that would literally offer me their homes if I go to like their city or their country. It's like that deep. Um, yeah. We talk and you know we don't only talk about her. We talk about kind of everything. Um, yeah it's so just like it's, your connection yeah exactly like we connect because of Lady Gaga but it's not the only thing that we talk about totally. so yeah and I've learned a lot about different places and different people and different lifestyles it's just it's a really cool opportunity to like meet people
0: that
2: sounds a fucking yeah. incredible I love that
1: yeah girl. yeah and brings new experiences too stuff that you think you would never do (laughs) like sleeping outside on the streets of Chicago (laughs) I did that for one of her shows yeah that's funny I was literally on the street in front of Wrigley Field just sleeping on the floor so okay
2: at least you were in Wrigleyville (laughs) that's a safe area
1: exactly everyone was so nice like all the people from the little townhouses were bringing us granola bars and we're like okay we're safe
2: (laughs) that's so cute
0: it was cute
1: yeah and then we could talk about how we slept on the streets of New York for Harry Styles too.
0: Oh yeah, that was <laughs> that's the craziest thing I think I've ever done for a concert slash like artist. I no. mean, it was it was traumatic, I will say, but completely worth it. Um, we were literally like, I mean, Madison Square Garden. That is like one of yeah. the sketchiest areas in New York. <laughs> um so we were literally like sleeping on like this pillar sleeping like not really sleeping just chilling right and there's roaches everywhere there's homeless people there's weird people all around um there's a bunch of people waiting like people were waiting days before we just waited the night before still somehow got like pit front row like it was touched him oh yeah yeah <laughs> Touched his hand. Yeah. So I mean, it was worth it. But it's it's a crazy experience, but also a lot of fun. When you're doing it with friends and people who have like that mutual interest for sure.
1: Yeah, the way I see it, it's like that's a core memory that like, yeah, you'll tell your grandkids, you know,
2: right. And I don't right. think
1: there was a point where it became unsafe, because we weren't alone out there. There were so many people. Oh, there was like 500 people. Yeah. And girls brought their parents and their dads. So it wasn't like a really unsafe situation at any point.
2: You dads know. are so sweet for that i it love when a dad
1: dads. does yeah. shit like that That's so the cool. dads were killing the roaches dude literally yeah,
2: you, you had me at roaches i'd be like yeah Hook.
1: that was bad yeah yeah That's so <laughs> good. but when you see 500 other people doing the same thing it kind of makes it less bad it's almost like okay no like, no it's,
2: it's mob mentality yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't
2: know quite wild
1: to anyone else, that would sound like the absolute craziest thing on the planet, or yeah, I know. and it is to us too. But it's just like,
2: yeah, no, it was you guys weird. are batshit crazy. But like, I love it.
1: <laughs> We're self-aware, so, you know.
2: <laughs> so, Kim, when it comes to stand culture, what would you say is, in your opinion, too far? Like on the healthy versus unhealthy scale of being a stan?
1: Um, so I think that taking it a little too far would be like making it your entire personality trait and just the only thing that you could talk about in your life. Um, so like even your friends outside of being a stan and outside of social media, that you kind of like make all the conversations about the artists that you like and stuff like that. I think that's too much. Um, and also it gets toxic when you base all of your happiness on like this artist's doings. So, like if they're not active you're not happy or if they're not interacting with their fans you're not happy and living life i think that's like really toxic um you have to have things that you like outside of that as well you know to keep yeah. it healthy
2: yeah you can't lose like your sense of self that's like, not
1: at all yeah yeah i think i do a pretty good job with that like keeping my stan life out of my personal life you know it's something that I like and it is a big part of me but it's not me you know what I mean it's not my whole self
2: yeah like that doesn't mean you can't talk about it of course
1: right yeah so what about you Steph
0: um yeah I feel like I feel you touched on some really good points about that um when I think it gets too far because I mean the thing is I've been like in full stand culture to the point where it's like you feel kind of like this pressure to like, and it's not anyone putting pressure on you. It's almost just like a FOMO thing, right? You know, If like all your friends are like, yeah, let's all go to this specific show or let's all go do this specific thing for this artist. Like you really want to, but like maybe you can't financially or like, you know, you have something that same weekend or whatever it may be. Like, I think within the culture, like FOMO is a big thing. And mm-hmm. even if your friends are just like, oh, it's okay. Like you don't have to go. I'm just, that's my personality thing. Like I have huge FOMO in general. So when it comes to this, uh, when it comes to stand culture and like, you want like a specific merch item and it's like limited edition, you can't pull the trigger just yet. I feel like that's when it gets unhealthy and you need to be like, you need to come back to your and be like, okay, Steph, like, you know, you can't do this right now for yeah. this, this, and this reason it's okay it's not the end of the world you know what I mean like it's just an artist it's just a moment in time and like yes sometimes it can be like oh my god like for example let's just say I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan but I used to be when I was a kid and she's doing this eras tour and it's insane because she's going to be playing songs from all her albums and even her old ones which I personally really love but I wasn't able to get a ticket in time And I can't go. Right. So it's like, I'm just in my head, like, oh, my God, should I just buy like this super expensive ticket and go by myself because I I'm going to miss out on this moment in time. And it's like stuff like if it didn't happen for you, it's for a reason. It's okay. You can watch it online. You can buy some merch online and still kind of feel a part of it. Um, So I think that's when it gets a little too far when you're like pulling out a credit card to go somewhere or something like that. Like it's like chill. You know what I mean?
2: Exactly. Um, if the FOMO is so bad that you're breaking the bank and putting yourself in a negative situation, that's like an unhealthy point for sure. But if you can afford it and like, it's not going to kill you to go, then I think that's
0: okay. Yeah. yeah. And there's so many people like, I, I even get jealous sometimes because I just, I obviously don't know people's financial situations and, but there's people yeah. that go to every single show and it's like, like, do you, how do you do this? Like, do you have a job? Like, how do you get all this money to go to all these shows? Like, and, you know, spend all this time at different cities. Like, you have to buy a hotel. You have to, you know, it's like, it's it's yeah. actually quite insane. And honestly, like, happy for them for that they're able to do that. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I mean, but there's other things to do in life. Um, So I agree with you. I feel like at that point, though, doesn't that make you a groupie if you're literally going from city to city? Like, I don't know what that is. Or is that yeah. only if you know
0: the artist? Like you're like, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, I don't, I don't like think the term groupie artists. would be like the same thing. I think it's just more of like that's like I don't old know.
2: as shit, like from the 80s Yeah. For sure, but
0: <laughs> yeah, because you're not with the artist. It's just more like oh no,
2: that is a groupie, but if only if you're a woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: So yeah. Kim, how is how bad is the FOMO for you when it comes to Lady Gaga?
1: it's pretty bad, especially when I'm online, you know, you're seeing people, because again, like I said, you have, you know, people from kind of like everywhere in the country and everywhere in the world. So you see these people going to these shows and saying, "Oh yeah, I just bought tickets to like New York and Chicago and London. And it's like, whoa, I kind of want to do that too. But honestly, the second you step off the internet, and you like walk out into the real world, you're like, what on earth? Like, do I really have to go to all these? And you have to kind of like reflect and be like, You know, am I doing that just because I kind of want to like really see the artist that bad or or is it like FOMO, you know, would that make me happy to see them six nights in a row or is it just FOMO like you just don't want to miss out on it because others aren't, you know, but it is bad. I've, I've felt it before. Same with, like, merch and stuff, like, limited edition merch, like, honestly, if you think about it, that's so dumb, like, nobody cares if you have a limited edition shirt, (laughs) you know what I mean, like, really no one does, but it's in the moment, and when you're sucked into, like, uh, the internet, and, yeah, it's marketing, and literally, if you're just immersed in that world, like, it's hard to kind of get yourself out of it, and step out and be like, my gosh, this does not matter in real life, you know.
2: Right, and also Um, for music artists, limited limited edition merch. Over time, becomes so expensive. Like it holds its value over time. So it's, it's kind of like you have to think about like. Obviously, I wouldn't want to sell this, but if I needed to, I could make bank. So that's I think fun.
1: about that a lot. That is also part of <clears throat> uh, why I want to buy a lot of merch because it's like, oof, I've seen some of Gaga's items like rise in in price on yeah. eBay and stuff. Like some old pieces of merch that I have that I got when I was literally twelve. It's like yeah. expensive on eBay right now. So it kind of like feeds into that sometimes it's just like art like when someone passes away like that's like
2: that much of a personality it actually goes up like way more in price too
1: it's true yeah
2: that's some serious film all. um yeah would you say that there is a stigma behind being a stan and if so tell us all about it
1: well I kind of want to ask you like what do you when you hear the word stan or like when you look at me or something like that like what do you think
2: when I look like, at you, do you, you look like just like a normal, stunning person. But oh, like the word, <laughs> the word stand. Yeah, no, there's a stigma.
1: Like, for right. Sure. Like, do you think like, oh, crazy fangirl? Is that like what you think about immediately?
2: I wouldn't say crazy fangirl. I would just say it's almost like devoting yourself to someone that you don't know. It's like, yeah, but why? But yeah. I mean, I've obviously been there. Like we said earlier in the episode, like everyone at some point in time has been a fan of someone. So I'm also like, I mean, I get it. Like, I get it. But mm-hmm. I think what the stigma is, is really just people based in their own opinions on whoever you're a stan for. Like personally, yeah. not a Swifty. So if you're a Swiftie stan, I'm like mm-hmm. rolling my fucking <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but like I get you. Not really. You know what I mean? It's just like Yeah. I, I mean, that's kind of like like, do you like this person? Oh, you do, I don't like that person.
1: So it's kind of like that kind of
2: thing. Okay. Right. But that's my stigma. I think it's more. Like opinion based yeah. for everybody
1: right um it's true though I guess like when people say oh yeah I'm like a huge little monster I'm a huge hairy like you start to wonder like oh I wonder why like why why did you pick that person you know like yeah. what what's going on there it's just a question that it pops up in your head yeah no, exactly I, yeah you kind of like start wondering about their story like why do you relate to this artist so much you know? yeah
2: dude I didn't even know what a stan was like when the term was
0: like raising in like 2020 I was like what the fuck is that's that? a very like,
1: internet word yeah you know, it is like very yeah
0: it is it is and it, that's why I said it's like it's very it's very new you know it's usually just it fans is. right but yeah but yeah stan I think it just stan is like a I feel like almost like a different level of fan because I yeah I don't know like for example Liv, I want to see how you, how it's you could defined. be a Yeah Yeah. check on probably Urban Dictionary will give you like a good definition but um I feel like everybody is almost like a fan of someone you know what I mean like for example Liv loves Bill Skarsgård you know she's a fan of his right? Yeah but I'm not a stan
2: because I don't have like a community like I want him all to myself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah exactly I feel like stan (laughs) is just a different level of being a fan because now it's like um, you know you have all their merch you're trying to go to all their concerts you have a community you're talking to that community constantly I feel like that's the difference between a fan and a stan yeah, um, right I just I, googled I, it
2: it's kind uh, of fucking rude it's low-key like shitting on the stands <laughs> well, really it says an overzealous or obsessive fan of a particular celebrity but then if you go into Oxford it's just like in slang it just means excessively enthusiastic devoted fan. I think that's nicer
0: but that's what I mean that's like the stigma it really is like oh yeah like she's like crazy obsessed with this person you know and I feel like everybody has a different opinion of it like like, everybody knows I'm, like, a stan of Harry Styles, but they'll never, they'll never be like, oh, yeah, she's, like, crazy about this guy. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like that because I'm very composed when it comes to that. Like, I don't have, like, posters up on my wall when there's, like, stands that do have posters up on their wall. You know what I mean? Um, So, yeah, I think it's just from person to person. It can be, it can be different.
2: I'm with you guys, honestly.
0: Oh, and there's something I did want to touch on because it's crazy, but being a Harry Styles fan and being around the community and culture it's actually like other Harry's that's the term for their that's those, those oh <laughs> stands it's yeah we actually someone tweeted about this recently why they're they like why say, like fuck is it called Harry's yes oh my god I, that's, that's what I'm good. gonna say everyone just keeps tweeting like why did we choose Harry's like why isn't it stylers or stylists or whatever like something cooler Harry's what the fuck is right. that um but speaking of um I haven't had a like positive experience with other Harry Styles fans like truly my community lies in Lady Gaga fans and obviously I follow a lot of people that like Harry Styles on Twitter but I don't really interact like besides like my cousin who's a huge fan of his and obviously she's my cousin and she's like uh she's super nice and and sweet um I just haven't had a positive experience nor a negative one but at the same time, like, everyone is just very to themselves when it comes to... Kind of shady. It's kind of shady maybe, in a way. I mean, like, it's it's honestly,
2: maybe it's because he's a man and they feel like they want him. Whereas with yeah. Gaga, it's just, like, she's, like, undeniably yeah. perfect. But she's, it's not, like, a sexual attraction for most people. right? Um, that could yeah. be it. You know,
1: girls can be kind of catty. And, you know, Harry Styles is, like, a girl's... Band. it's a, a girl band. he's
0: a girl's girl wanna, yeah. you know
1: I don't want to I don't want to yeah exclude anyone but it's just that's the way it is yeah so
0: yeah I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was it's very interesting when you know that. so
1: when Liv wait, said oh I want him all to myself like that's kind of how all the the Harry's are yeah you know exactly that's the vibe that they gave off
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I feel like Stan I mean am I crazy about a Stan culture only really for music artists because I haven't really noticed it
0: for celebrities
2: mm-hmm. as much because it's not really easy to show up for a celebrity like not a celebrity an actor I should say or an actress it's like they're kind of shielded.
1: Well, there there are like Broadway actor stands and stuff I've mm-hmm. seen it. Mm-hmm. I'm not one, but my friend I have a friend that is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, just yeah. There's a community in everything. You'd be surprised.
2: How would you say does being a stand in like an online community translate to the reality of it offline?
1: Um. Well you know, you can definitely use social media to escape how you have to act in real life, I guess. So like, I'm Mm -hmm. completely unhinged on Twitter. And when (laughs) I used to have a, (laughs) when I used to have Tumblr in like middle school, I was completely unhinged on that too. Um, But that's like the little area where you can escape and be like an insane human being, because everybody else is doing the same
0: thing. And they don't care, you know, Yeah, it's fun. It It is really fun. fun. You're just letting go like you have like yeah you just say whatever you feel and like yeah. you know it's it's crazy but it's so fun and I, yeah. I i see her tweets all the time and it's fucking hilarious <laughs> it's feral like it's, it's
1: hilarious like i'm like i want her to step on me like- type of stuff <laughs>
0: <laughs> i guess
1: so. but like you can't walk around and say that out loud in public you know what i mean <laughs> yeah
2: i mean you could say it to me and would be like honestly yeah.
1: yeah you'd understand you'd you'd want lady gaga to step on you too it's fine right but <laughs> but yeah it's just a place to be unhinged and like be yourself and you have fun exactly what
0: stephanie said you just have fun on twitter that's what it's for
2: yeah without making it like your personality offline exactly
0: being an online stand like community wise like meeting people online and then meeting them offline like how does that translate and how does that how has that worked for you with your experience? Okay. Well, in my experience, it's been fantastic. When
1: I first started meeting people in person from from Twitter, they say don't talk to strangers online. I talk to so many strangers online and I meet them in person. But yeah. uh, when I first started doing it, um I was really nervous because I'm like, oh my God, what if they're weird in person or like what if like their the personality doesn't translate, you know, into real right. life? But I I think the first person that I met from online was my friend Katie, and that went really well. She was like, kind of the same person and then um I met a bunch of other people and they were even better in person to be honest so Good. it's been smooth sailing for that yeah yeah 100%. yeah literally they've all been better than they are online
0: in my experience but mother- yeah person. yeah I mean honestly like I would say I've, I haven't like personally done that. I've done that only with you. Mm-hmm. So we went on like a New York trip. It was our first trip alone, like without parents a few years back. And um we had planned it just us two. And then Kim's like, oh no, like I have a friend online. She loves Lady Gaga. She wants to go to New York too um let's have her come with us and I was like yeah for sure like I've never met her like it'll be fun and like let's say she is crazy which she's not but let's say she is you have me you know we're both you know just in case whatever you know Um, it's like a a 40 year old man yeah (laughs) because you never know like Disclaimer, but you know, like Definitely. there are people that hide behind profiles and they're not p- the person they say they are, and it's it's dangerous. So, if you are meeting someone for the first time, I do recommend bringing a friend or telling someone where you are because it that is super oh, important.
2: Face timing
0: beforehand, oh, yeah, wireless. yeah, I think which I think we, we did that. We oh, actually, my god, they're yeah. so cute, Like, by <laughs> the way guys they're so cute they literally started off as like pen pals like they would send each other stuff like 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 old time shit bro we still
1: do i've been kind of bad with it but katie still sends me a lot of stuff like written down as a letter it's cute
0: yeah so 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 we we knew she was gonna be wholesome anyway (laughs) but like i was like just in case whatever um but yeah i mean she's she's great she's my friend also now we all go to concerts together it's cool it's, it's a really nice community of people um and I feel like I feel like the toxic people online like you can kind of tell they're toxic so why would you meet that person in in real life anyway um yeah so it's kind of easy to tell sometimes good yeah and you'd be surprised what a
1: mutual friend can do like literally knowing one person they introduce you to all their friends right. and all of a sudden you have a group of 10 people that you know and like everyone feels like they know each other like all the people yeah. I've met online I feel like I've known them forever it's really weird it's I that sense that of like, the community yeah
2: yeah it's, really, it's like your person I get that right oh yeah. who knew it'd be so cute and pure not me yeah <laughs> horrible so okay I think that was the gist of I guess the nitty-gritty of stan culture but now we have a fun mm-hmm. game segment for Kim to play we're going to fire <laughs> off rapid fire this or that Lady Gaga audition questions. So
0: Steph, do you want to start off? Sure. So firstly, House Labs blush or House Labs lip oil?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go with the lip oil. I love that stuff so much. I've been no. telling Liv. I don't think she's bought oh it my yet. My gosh, you need to <laughs> get on that.
2: No, I know. I need to add it to cart really bad. Um. Okay, number two. The House Labs Foundation or Atomic Shake Lipstick?
1: Foundation, 100%. Easy.
2: Is, is it lightweight,
1: medium, or lightweight, it's, light coverage? It's buildable coverage. So it goes on lightweight for the first couple pumps, and then you can build it up and make it full coverage. It's really good, though. Nice. It matches my skin perfect. Yeah, they have a lot of shades. Is it
2: like a dewy matte finish or like whatever?
1: Uh, I would say more dewy, but not. Oh. it doesn't make you look oily or too shiny.
0: Yeah. That's hot. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Number three, art pop album or Born This Way album?
1: Art pop stand forever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love Born This Way, but I have to go with art pop.
2: Okay. Number four. This
1: is a hard one for you it Aside, Love game or
2: paparazzi?
1: Oh my gosh. Can someone else go first for this? I didn't think about it. (laughs)
0: Oh it's my love god. game is this
1: beat is sick.
2: Sick. I want to take a ride on your yeah. disco. Yeah, I'm going love game. Fuck that. I'm going love game all the way because I'm going to go paparazzi. Oof, fine. Now she's going <laughs> to your point. Why is this
1: so difficult for me? Oh my god. I'm
0: gonna I want to take a ride with... on your disco
2: stick, bro.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I think, you know what? I'm just going to go with paparazzi because I have to pick one.
2: Right. Yeah. I remember thinking that that was like so, what's the word,
1: like risque? When I was like in fifth grade, like listening to that, right.
0: show, I was like, agreed. Yeah. I'm naughty. I mean, I was literally,
1: <laughs> I was ten years old, being like, I want to take a ride on a disco. Disco sick, like that's insane.
2: Yeah. That.
0: Oh <laughs> my god. Word. That and I can, I can still remember, like core memory, was listening to Rihanna's S N M. Oh my when god. When came out, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I didn't know what that I can't meant remember
2: until the later on. I can't remember who this is by, but you know the song, it's like, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends, like that one. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah. I don't know yeah. if it's
2: by, but I remember singing it around my dad, and he literally got so fucking mad at me, and I was like, what? Oh,
1: like, what my my <laughs> I don't think our parents understood that we didn't understand what was listening- yeah. Said, I know, you know? Yeah. Like, we're just singing, I don't think they got that
0: exactly number five applause or art pop from the art pop album
1: art pops my favorite song from that album so yeah (laughs) i'm going with art pop okay so vma looks
2: lady gaga frank fernandez meat dress or lady gaga wearing sheer vintage alexander mcqueen number and a house of gaga crown the red full lace
1: look the red full lace look the alexander mcqueen because I love that designer yeah he's an icon exactly legend rest in peace
0: <laughs> <laughs> next we have Lady Gaga in the Kermit coat or the orbit look. I don't care what the other option is it's Kermit coat. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think Liv or the listeners know but me and no <laughs> <laughs> so weird to say but like me and Kim have like this obsession with Kermit the puppet um and it sounds know. weird but like it's just like I think I got into Kermit because because of like the gifs that are online of him like they're just so iconic like so, like, jumping off the so we 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 like always use this specific gif of like Kermit like jumping up Can <laughs> we even talk kermit jumping off a building like to the to his death like i don't oh know God. who made that i don't know where that came from but it's iconic like hilarious the fan. and the, oh when he's like flying around in the fan like <laughs> i just i always use that Liv's like, like where... what the fuck yeah it was <laughs> <Liv is> like <laughs>
2: yeah so def- yeah kermit coat kermit
0: coated
1: it is. remember she sang with him
0: yeah, we also found out Lady Gaga like did a whole like number with the number Muppets. Number with the Muppets. Like a whole show. <laughs> so I feel like I've heard iconic. You, about.
1: you yeah. have to watch that. Like you really do. Oh my god. Um
2: The Lady Gaga Chromatica Ball concert or the Art Rave
1: concert? Mm-hmm. Art Rave was my first Lady Gaga concert ever in 2014, and so I just have, like, really good memories with that one, so I'm to yeah. have to go with that. Not yeah. that I don't have good Chromatica Ball memories. I have amazing ones, but it's the nostalgia. It's yeah. Art Rave for, sure, for me. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, next we have Lady Gaga. Um, as an actress in Star is Born or Lady Gaga in House of Gucci? Star is Born. Yeah. Easy answer.
1: A star is Born, yeah. 100%. Iconic. She's gonna so be beautiful. in Joker too. I
2: know. So. I saw.
1: I saw I'm some excited. behind the scenes. Yes, that's all I've been seeing the past week. She's gonna kill it. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. guys.
2: Well, we just want to say a big thank you to Kim for coming on our podcast, and thank you guys for listening.
0: Thank you for having me on. It was so yeah. fun. I can't believe it's over. Like <laughs> it feel. It felt so fast.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know
1: why.
0: I know we really
2: rapid fired that shit. Yeah.
0: yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed. You can support us by following The Overshare Hour on Instagram. You can follow Kim at Kimberly Hartmount. You can also support us by following The Overshare Hour on Instagram, as well as Liv at Lipsy Green and Steph at Steph X Guzman. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating or review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts.
2: Stay tuned for next week's episode on the Monday Mindset. We're going to be talking everything on how to start your week off right in a healthy and productive state of mind. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.